It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. How's it going, people? Welcome back to the channel. Welcome back to the Forever Arsenal podcast. It's bright and early Friday after a 2-0 loss at the Emirates to West Ham. Um, back with the regulars, as you can see, Jordan, Lee and, and James. And these ones have been few and far between this season. Um, not as few and far between as they was at this stage last season. And by this stage, I mean game week 19. So that's going to come up in the debate shortly um whether arsenal have really improved this season or or not lee james jordan all good no no <laughs> well, aside from the result aside from the result because yeah, yeah. yeah. It, is a, it is a holiday period isn't it so yeah yeah no yeah fine look by the way big up to jess who covered for me the other day um, I, I watched the pod back Great stuff, guys. Um, yeah. The only good thing about having bad results in the Christmas period is that that next game comes around quite quickly. Arsenal have a lot of opportunities to put this right. But, yeah, this is a bad one. So, we'll go into it. Maybe we'll get into it. We might as well get into it straight away because I think it's one of those ones today. I know everyone's got something to say. Um, this, this pod tends to go over the hour and it probably will go over the hour. So you might as well get straight into it. Jordan's smiling. I don't, I don't know what's going on here. And unmuted as well. Uh, typical. That's usually all right. Though. I don't mind. Oh, gee. Sorry. Sorry, man. Um, I would say it's, it's Christmas. It's Christmas, man. I mean, look, we love Arsenal. We love our football club. We hate losing. We're going for a title. So it's it's, it's a blow. We'll, we'll dissect what went wrong. So I know we've all got strong feelings about the game. But I, I decided a long time ago that I wasn't going to let my football team dictate my mood or my life and that's it's hard 
It's hard. It's not. No, easy. I hear. I hear it. I hear but it. there's more important things than Arsenal losing two nil at home to West Ham. Do you know what I mean? And this is an Arsenal podcast, so we're obviously emotional about it, and we'll get into it. But can I dive in? Can I dive in on something really quickly? Um, Go for it, Lee. Criticism of the crowd yesterday. Do you agree with that? I do. Yeah. I, th- I right. think the Emirates has been back to how it was over the last sort of um... decade. <laughs> yeah. I asked because um, I, I don't get to go all the time. That's the third game I've been to this season. Um, and we talked about it just briefly on full time yesterday because a super chat came in talking about it very quickly to get this kind of bit of the conversation in and out of the way quickly. I, yeah, I don't know what the Emirates is like at its best all the time. And I get to go all the time. I can't compare it to what all the other weeks are like or whatever. All I'll say is the minute West Ham went one up, the Arsenal fans started charting for the Arsenal team straight away to try pick them up. And I felt were pretty responsive to what the players are trying to, you know, generate. I'm just, I'm kind of sick of every time we don't play that well, or we drop points, you know, basically the crowd getting blamed for being flat. And yeah, I saw a lot of that yesterday. There was a lot of, oh, and the, the crowd, what's happened to the crowd? Yeah, it doesn't sound great. I know that they've sort of moved some things around. I know that I think there's a new ballot system some people aren't happy with. Cool. Like, I'm not saying none of that's important. I'm kind of really sick of that kind of being a big talking point. In the game yesterday, the crowd, maybe not as good as in the past, they, they did enough. And Arsenal had a good enough platform with the football they played, the chances they had, the support they had to win that game. So how about the bigger issue is we put it in the back of the bloody net rather than, oh, why aren't the crowd as loud? The crowd probably sick of seeing another Zinchenko error and another 13 big chances missed, you know, in a, in a game, you know, in the middle of a title race. I just want to get that out of the way very quickly. I'm not saying the points aren't valid. I'm just kind of sick of that being a narrative that's getting driven up all the time. To- totally agree with that. And, and it's not, it's not, it wasn't the fans' fault yesterday. I don't know what's got Arsenal last season. I, I, the, the, uh, whether it's the ballot system or that day, the Emirates was spot on last season with atmosphere. It was buzzing. It was electric every game. It's not been this season for any games that, and I include Tottenham in that, in that, like, you know, mm. it was sensational when um, we scored the, the winning goals against Manchester United. It was back to it, but it's not been at it consistently. I remember going to, to the teams in the lower, lower, you know, Crystal Palace or whatever, you know, down the bottom, it was electric, Leicester electric. Something's not right. They changed it with the ballot system and all that. That's on Arsenal. That is on Arsenal football club, not the fans. I see a lot of fans yesterday laughing and joking, having their photos done after the game and all that, like, you know, maybe that's been happening all the time, James. I don't know. I see it yesterday quite a lot. But that is on Arsenal Football Club. They changed whatever they changed last season and have ruined what, what we had last season. That That is it. End of. Don't keep going on about the fans. Yes. Can I just go on for one more second? Um, I yeah, was yeah. there last. I was there last night, and I think that James is correct and fair in saying that when West Ham scored the first goal, the fans definitely responded. But I think the criticism is more at the start of the match. <clears throat> I think lots of games this season at the start of the match, the fans have been a little. There's been an air of I won't say complacency and arrogance, but there's definitely been an air of okay. Whereas last season, the games I went to from the start. 
flags, noise, chants, roars. It was it, it was going off from kickoff, whereas it seemed to be like a build-up where we resp- we responded to the goal in a good way, as fans I'm talking about, <clears throat> when they scored the first goal. But I think the criticism is, are we from the get-go giving it 100%? And I, th- I, think, that is a, I think that is a fair question uh, to, to, to ask. We might have had it. We'd probably buy the first 10, 15 minutes. We've had a shot as well. <laughs> you're not you're not you're not wrong because these, these men are professionals as much as yeah there might be a debate about this season compared to last season and whether the ballot system has taken its toll i don't really give a shit you, you you can't turn around to the fans and say this is why we didn't or did do something it really comes down to the players on the pitch you know i, I, I know i know liverpool get you know the most said about the fan base and the the the, the amfield atmosphere and so on but the, like, the, the reality is fans and, and the, the atmosphere don't win you league titles. I know Liverpool have the second most league titles, but if we're talking Premier League, Liverpool have won. And they've got the best away stadium in the league. They've got Can the I just say, sorry, sorry. Can I just say something on that? I'm fed up with it now, right? I'm fed up with, oh, wait till you go to Anfield under the lights. Wait till you go to so-and-so under the lights. No one ever says that about the Emirates. No one ever says that about the Emirates. That that place should have been buzzing yesterday and rocking. Like uh, I, I thought it was a good atmosphere. Like, like you know, the song song was good at the beginning. Like you know what I mean. But then you know the the football ain't great to watch again. It's not great to watch. You know what I mean. First 10, 15 minutes. You know what I mean. Like you know you, you got nudge your mate. He's asleep. You know what I mean. Like it's not good. You know what I mean to watch. You know what I mean. Like. You know, it's it's not nowhere near as good as last season of football. It's not. It's not. And now, you know, I mean, people turn around and say, oh, we're, we're in this position, we're in this position. We've lost three games now, at the, the, you know, at this stage. We didn't do that last season. And we're not, we're not, we're near at the level, like, you know, it was enjoyable last season watching games of football. You know what I mean? I'm not saying it's not enjoyable winning because it is, but... When you lose and, and and you get a result like that, you start thinking about, well, why are we not as good as last? It's a natural, it's, hum, it's human nature. I'm not enjoying watching Arsenal as much this season. You know, we went to Liverpool, got a draw last season. Uh, we played so much better last year in the 2-2. It was a more mix and a match entertainment-wise. But if you look back on it, it was much better on the 1-1 game, but nowhere near as entertaining. It's a little bit like that at home as well. But well, so I think what you I think that's definitely true for most of the season. But I'd argue our biggest problem in the last five games is they haven't put it in the back of the bloody oh, head. 100%. Like, 100%. The last five games, so I was thinking back to them. I know there was the Luton game in this where we did score four goals, but Wolves at home was a five nil. What what was the score? Two one. Two one. Yeah. Two, um one. you know, Aston Villa away. That was a as a 2-1 win, maybe. I'm talking just like big chances for both teams. We lose 1-0. You know, Anfield, we certainly had openings. Brighton, again, 6-0. It was a 6-0 performance, 2-0 final score. And again, last night, I was watching the game because I was there as well and just thinking, it, I'm not saying we deserve to win. I'm not saying that because you don't take your chance. I, I, I don't think there were many, like, great, great chances but how many bloody openings do you want? Like, I don't I don't actually watch many games of football and go, 
oh yeah, that team scored three goals because they had three like nine out of ten chances. These these players are meant to also make a lot out of very little at times. They're meant to be efficient. You find an opening, you kill them. You do something. You show your quality. Mm. Especially if you had thirty shots on goal, you'd expect at least one or two of them. Yeah, to have been goals that came from maybe not as much. And I was just sat there in the stands, and and, and I had um I had a slight apathy. You know that feeling we had as Arsenal fans, um maybe two three years ago where. Oh, we lost another game. Oh, here we go. We're eighth again. And you start to feel apathetic about results. I felt a little bit like that yesterday. That's crazy because we're second, two points off top. You know, we'll still be level on points with City. Like, really, there's no reason to be apathetic. But my apathy came from this feeling of, yeah, another game where we had plenty of opportunities to score and we didn't take them. So guess what, guys? If you don't take your chances, you might fucking lose. Like that's how I felt. Like, what more? What more do you lot want? I love this team. You're very talented. I believe you're going to go a long way. But this is game five out of six where you haven't taken your chances and you lost again. That, like, I don't know what more I'm meant to say about it. That's my analysis of the game. Don't take your chances. You might lose. And and this is coming off the back of our, our best. Premier League goal scoring season is it last season best yep. ever? Um, so that's why I, that's why I look at Mikel more than I will look at the players in this regard because Jesus isn't a, a, a gunman. Surprise, surprise! Mm-hmm. We all knew this. It's similar to the Partey thing for me that we all knew Partey is going to get injured at some point, and we didn't we didn't cover our backs in that sense because that's that's essentially what we lacked yesterday in my in my opinion as well. Because West Ham, like, yes, we created enough chances to, to win the game, but West Ham created enough chances to score three as well. They scored two and then they had the penalty they could have scored. So I, I look at it overall and are we the same team? No, Partey is partly responsible for that. Jesus not being the gunman we want him to be is partly. But then, you know, Eddie Nketiah as the backup, who decided to, to, to go with him as the backup. I always envisioned the... A, a December game being tight or needing in need of a goal, Eddie enough to come off the bench. Is Reese Nelson enough to come off the bench? Who's who's signed the contract this summer? Now, a lot of people say I've got an agenda against Eddie, so we'll use Reese Nelson. And I like Reese Nelson, but the facts of the matter are these are not good enough players to be bringing off the bench, trying to turn around a performance and a game like that. They're not going to do it. You know, Man City and Liverpool both have better players to come off the bench in, in those kind of moments to, to, to pull out pull out results, in my opinion, attacking-wise anyway, that's for sure. So, yes, we are not the same team as last season, but we've spent 180 mil, or however much we've spent in the summer, after a title challenge, and we're seven points worse off than this time last season. We've scored nine less goals than this time last season, and we've conceded one more goal than this time last season so for all the control and all the domination and all the field tilt and xg performances this season we're worse off the facts of the matter are we are worse off there is no debate about this after 19 games last season every metric was better so for me arteta's got to fix it i mean it in some ways i don't liken it completely because this was a complete turnaround in a season where no one really grasped control of the league but someone needs to grasp control of this league in my opinion Arsenal ain't done it yet Liverpool ain't done it yet City ain't done it yet 
But there was a time when Conte in his first season where Chelsea didn't look anywhere near like they're going to compete for a title. I think we beat them. He changes it up tactically, he tweaks something, and then they they go on and pretty much dominate the rest of the season and win it because no one was standing up tall to win that season. He was the one. Arteta's got to do something similar now because we should be the ones standing tall. Instead, it's Liverpool. We should be now. We're worried about Liverpool as well as C. So really and truly, I... it's down on him, Turkish. Now I, I, I'm sorry if if Arsenal don't win it this season, I, I, it, it will be at his front door. It is at front door. He's changed things this season around. You know what I mean? He's got a better midfield player in 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 um, in, in Rice. Who, by the way, that was his worst game yesterday. Um, and, and he spent a lot of money. And we have not at the same level. And I will repeat it. I said it three or four weeks ago. But people, oh, come back at you. You're top of the league. Ben White is nowhere near at the level he was last season. Shinchenko is nowhere near at the level of last season. Like, you know, you go into the midfield. Odegaard is playing well, but he's nowhere near at the output of what he was last season. The front three are nowhere near at the output of last season. Nowhere near it. Martinelli, two goals this season. You know what I mean? Like, nowhere near it. And what I, I get is, yeah, all right, we've, we're controlling the games. But as you said, we're controlling the games. We're, we're in a worse position than what we were last season. Worse. And uh, and we've, we're not getting no better. And the one thing that I see yesterday, I'm going to be really honest, what game would that remind you of last season? Brighton. Right. Yeah, Brighton. How many more of those sort of games are we going to get at the Emirates? How many more of them before someone starts learning a lesson, whether it be the manager or the players? When is it going to happen? Because I've seen that again last year. I've seen it the year before. I've seen it the year before. And, and that's it, like, you know. I, I watch Liverpool and I look at them and I think to myself, back. One defeat all season so far this year, like, you know. The, the, you know, they're going to... How many points were we in front of them last season? How comes they are now better than us and spending less money than us? How comes they are better at this moment in time than us? And I look at it and one thing stands out. Manager. It does. It uh, does. Um, yeah. I, I agree. Um, what's difficult is for me is that listen, this no divine right to win the Premier League. I've always said this, whether it be the era I was growing up in when Man United were, you know, tended to be favourites, or the era just after that where Chelsea come in the mix, or the era now. There's no divine right. Man City are a team that must every season, but this season it looks like they faltered a little, and Liverpool are the ones that have stand, stood tallest, and that's what's annoyed me most because. Lee is right. Our trajectory should, you know, should have been that if Man City Water fall off this season, then Arsenal would, would be the ones to go in and swoop and maybe take the only league title that Man City slip up on every three years or four years or so. But Liverpool have snuck in there, and that's been that's what's been a little bit more, you know, salt on the wounds in a sense. And I say wounds, and it's quite it's coming from quite a privileged place because we're two points off the top, and I and our gripes. And frustrations now are grabs of frustrations we were craving for three, four, five years ago. I I I know this without a shadow of a doubt. It's all relative. 
the frustration is now relative to where we are and where we're going, where we should be. They, they, the, the ones back in the day that, you know, we really wanted, to, they were relative to then. So it's it's coming from that, you know, privileged position that we're in a tighter race, but it's been so long. Arsenal are such a big institution that I expect us to finally get shit done. And City might come out of nowhere and blitz this league again. They might, they have all the resources to do that. But the fact we haven't made it harder for them right now, essentially 19 games gone and it's 0-0, like no, no, no. We're starting from the same spot, essentially. That's the only thing. That's the only thing that gives me a little bit of a, I don't know, Some sometimes you can have like line in the sand kind of moments in a season where almost we go, right, we've hit the halfway stage. Let's take stock. Level with City, because I'm assuming they win their game in hand. Two points off Liverpool. We sit second. Or what the hell went not wrong this first half of the season? But yeah, you could probably say that because it wasn't as good as last season's first half of the season. Three defeats in there. How do we address it? We're on the brink of the January transfer window. And, and you go, right, OK, we're halfway through. We're all neck and neck. Let's go again. Like, that's kind of, that. that's that's how I would be addressing. And that's not to like, you know, you know what it is as well? Um, the performance in general, it wasn't bad. Like, it wasn't like Arsenal couldn't create chances for love nor money. It wasn't that Arsenal were completely devoid of ideas. It was just that we were incredibly wasteful once again. But if you are to compete with Man City, you're going to be judged by those standards. And on another day in another season, certain performances last, it's last night, yeah, certain performances last night, might have looked a bit better, but we're now going toe to toe with City and Liverpool, and unfortunately, we're looking at certain players and we're going, you know, Bakaya Saka. What would Salah and Mahrez have done in that game? Erdogan. What would De Bruyne have done in that game? We'll come on to certain players. I know Erdogan was good. Um, you know, Jesus. Those chances, like you know, and I'm just making. I'm just mentioning random ones. They're not the players I've got issues with. I've probably mentioned two of the better players in that game, but. I'm just saying, you know, that's unfortunately how games are being reflected on now. It's, well, what would the, the creme de la creme have done in that game? Yeah. One game this season, Arsenal have come from behind and won. One game. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. 
Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I can't even remember it. Which one was it? Manchester United is the only game that they've come back and won. <laughs> and my, my word was that touch and go. <laughs> yeah. And that's, that's when we go a goal down, we don't look, we've lost three games this season, right? So far, haven't scored in any of them. Yeah. There's and something not right with that. We had chances in all of them. Uh, what chances in all of them? You know what no, I mean? No, like, also we didn't. You know, you, you, you look at it yesterday. We had as many as they did. Martinelli had a sitter. He put it wide. Saka, two chances in the first half. Hit the post from four yards and, and a powder puff. And then in the second half, when we, we needed it, Jesus had a couple of headers. One was an open goal. You, you cannot have your free forwards missing chances like that week in, week out, every single game. Whether it be if you go back on it, they've been, we've missed chance. They've all missed chance. Well, you know, Liverpool. If they're on there, if they've got their shooting boots on, we win that game. You know, Villa. We win that game. You know, you can t- forgive it once. But I, I, I'm, I'm sorry. After yesterday, I, I'm watching that game. It's just frustrating. Fr- listen, I'm still frustrated. I'm gonna. I, I ain't gonna lie. I'm still. You know what they've got to do now, and this is it for me now. It's all comes down to what they do on New Year, on New Year's Eve. Now, if they win that game, it's a different scenario. If they don't win that game, then you can forget about titles. You can forget about it because they've just not got the mentality for it, and, and we haven't got the experience for it. I, I, I don't know what we're going to get at Fulham. But what I see yesterday is I've seen it for the last year. I've seen these sort of performances and all I've seen a manager do to change it is change the goalkeeper. That's all I've seen him do. Why Why yesterday doesn't he go, do you know what? It's not working. Like so, Someone said we had 77 touches. It's a record about scoring. Like, you know, okay. Why don't you change it? Why don't you put Saka out to the left? Why mm. don't you put Martinelli to the right? Why, mm. why am I saying... Uh, on the sub, like here come the subs and and predicting who's coming off. Why was nothing different to what I've seen before? Like you know, what I mean, off comes Martinelli, off comes Shinchenko, on comes the same players. Why nothing different in that game whatsoever? Why didn't he think to himself? I tell you what, I change it completely. And I'm not having a game about the starting line. I've seen a load of people going, oh, uh, why weren't? Uh, Smith Rowe playing and whatever, like, you know, I, I, I went with Trossard in there, like, you know what I mean? I'm going to say that, like, you know, I, I thought that was right. But it weren't working. Change it. Bring on uh, a Jorginho to maybe get a, a grip of the midfield. Bring on a Smith Rowe. Keep your forwards on. Maybe, like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, maybe you get a go. I see that today. It's so predictable yesterday. And I'm going to be really honest here. We, I don't think it's... The, the players are playing that bad or whatever. We've been sussed out, boys, because you know what? Coaches watch games and they say, right, where is Arsenal's? Where are Arsenal dangerous? Saka and Martinelli. Right, let's notify that threat. Let's stop that. And they've stopped it. And we haven't got an answer to it. There's nothing we've got an answer to it. Saka can have two or three players on him and it, and it, and it, and it, He's not. There's. He had. It was one stage in that game yesterday, and I do feel for him yesterday, even though he was poor yesterday. He had three players mm. on him around him. I think one mm. time four, right? 
So there's got to be space on that pitch somewhere else. So why are they not looking at that and going, right, he's got four players. Let's quickly shift it somewhere else. No, what we do is he gets it. He holds on for it for about 10 seconds. And then we play it back to Ben White. We play it back over to Gabriel. He has three touches before it gets out of Martinelli. It's, it, we've been sus, boys. And it, 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 something's got to be changed. Got to be so changed. Lee, so, Lee, I, I actually agree that Arteta didn't do anywhere near enough for that game. I'm so with you. Like, the amount of times the ball came out to Erdegaard on the touchline and I was watching him and Saka try unpick a lock with five West Ham players in front of them, I was just like, oh, my word, I'm bored of this. Can we try something else? I'm so with you. He should have done way more to help the players, Arteta. But if he were on this podcast, Mikel, the offer's still there. Um, I think he'd argue... Well, how many chances would you like? Because the players had them. Yeah. Like, and, and, and that's why I'm trying to find that balance between did Mikel not do enough, which I don't think he did, but also, like, what, these players just, I like, uh, said it turns, earlier. Yeah, if he turns around and does say, you know, what am I meant to do? The, the, the players had chances. Well, what you're meant to do is, is bring in a proper attacker in the summer t- that, that buries chances. That We all wanted that striker that comes in that he doesn't need many chances to score. It's not something that's new to us either. So even if he does turn around and say, look, we had enough chances to score, well, you also had chances to to not buy Havertz in the summer and buy someone proper. And, I, and people are saying we missed Havertz. Yeah, we might have missed a bit of what Havertz brings, but the reality is we made a mistake in the summer with that sign and we should have bought a different and better. We haven't we haven't become a better team after spending 100 and what, 80 million in the, on the midfield in the summer. Forget Timber being out injured. Forget our striking problems and whatnot. Even our midfield, it hasn't got better. It's moved more sideways than got better because Declan Rice brings something completely different to a Thomas Partey. And Havertz has been a downgrade on Jack. Our midfield, after spending 180 mil, is still at, at best leveling up to the one last season in a different way. So Arteta can say, yes, we're not finishing chances, but at the same time, did you did you do what you should have done in the summer? Did you go that extra yard to sell Eddie? You didn't. You 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 you, you trusted in him. So now January's here. It's a January where again we're looking at it like we've got to do something. But it's also January again, where I don't think we're going to have the resources to do what we probably need to do in January. We, it's like tying one hand behind your back and trying to work with it every January. That's what the January window is. That's why I hate relying on it. That's why I wanted us to finish what we seemingly started in the summer, you know. And by seemingly started, I mean like 18, 24 months ago, the trajectory to here. We didn't. We didn't. We're worse off statistically this season to last, and the statistics that matter, not feel to and all this shit. The goals scored, goals conceded, and the points. We are statistically worse off last season. We broke a transfer record this summer, something Arsenal have never done. I never thought I'd see us spend over 100 million on your player. He's come and hit the ground running. But because of the tactics, we are not as good a team to watch anymore. But it's not made up by the fact that we are a better team on paper because we're not statistically, we're not a better team on paper. So we're not as good to watch. We're not as, we're not as good statistically anymore. And listen, it's, it, so far, 28 minutes in, it's, you know, it's been a very doomsday type of podcast. It is a doomsday. It's 19 games, you know, 
It's just that history will tell you from this point, if Man City are level or just behind, they tend to they tend to win it. You know, the only time they haven't won it under Pep Guardiola since the first season was when Liverpool didn't give them a chance to, to win it after 19 games. When there was no hope for them to win it after 19 games. And this is without mentioning Liverpool again, because they are part of it now. They have, you know, lost only a game. And even the game that they lost, there was Tottenham, the nine men, the the the, the calamitous PGM, the referee in PGM. Like we know all about that as well. And none of ours has been as bad as that one, for example. So, yeah, it's frustrating, man, because I still believe, I still believe we can, I still believe we will be there come the end of the season. But in all honesty, Lee's right. If we don't go and beat Fulham now, on top of what losing two out of the last three games, it doesn't look good. It doesn't look good yeah, at we, all. We was lucky against Luton. I know we go back to that Luton game. But, you know, that could have been another two points dropped. There's just something not quite right, Ars. I don't know what it is. And it is frustrating. Listen, we're all got the ump because we're frustrated. I know if we played like we did last season, we'd be about eight points better off. And we'd be like thinking we've got a great chance of winning this uh, and, and and that's my frustration, my frustration of it all. Like, go back, don't change, you know, don't change it. Why have we got, you know, it wasn't broken last season. We, we had a fantastic season last year. You know what I mean? Like, go back to that. I'd rather go back to hunting down teams in the first five, ten minutes. You know what I mean? Like, we don't have a shot for, for I don't know how long. You know what I mean? The first attack they had yesterday scored. Given, I've got, I've got to give West Ham a bit of credit, boys. They defended fantastically well and took their chances, you know. And, and you know, but it's just frustrating. I, I just don't see. I could see Arsenal winning the league this season. I really do. I, I do believe we've got the players to do it, and that's what's frustrating, I suppose. Jordan, yes, uh, sir. Could we talk about some players and some individuals? Yes, I would like to. Just before I go through a few players, I'm just I've just been listening. I'm trying to interrupt less this uh, this this forthcoming year. You know what I mean? Um, and it's good just to listen to to you 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 fantastic people. Um, just a few things before we get to the players. First of all, um, I mean our title went off the rails last year when we dropped points at Liverpool and West Ham back to back last year. So let's hope that <laughs> that isn't history repeating itself this season. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> um, second, second thing I want to say is our home record, our, our, our performances at home this year, and, and again, I've said this all season. I've not been convinced at home. I just checked our record at home this year. We've only had three games of the Emirates this season. We've not we've, we've kept clean sheets, dirty sheets. We can't keep clean sheets at home. Man City, Brighton, and who do we five nil? Sheffield United. They're the only three games we've kept clean sheets. If you can't keep. Our record at home looks good, record-wise, results-wise, but it's not a fortress. Let's not make out like when teams come to the Emirates, they're, oh, the Emirates. Most teams lose at the Emirates, but let's not pretend like the Emirates is like the fortress that we need it to be. We're letting in way too many goals, too many cheap goals, too many dirty sheets. Um, West, Ham have, West Ham have beaten us twice now this season at the Cup and... And um, uh, in the league now, I think Lee mentioned it as well. They didn't have their starting centre-back pairing and their best player came off after 10 minutes. That is not good enough. So I don't want to hear about players missing, player missing. West Ham had key players missing and they did a job on us. 
fair play to them. The manager, I agree with Turkish and Lee. I'm very, very, very big on praising Mikel Arteta this season. Because I think there's been games this season where he has won them for us. I yeah. think his tactics, his subs, his lineups have won games for us. So let's be fair and let's call him out today and say that I think he got it wrong. I disagree with Lee. I, I think some of you guys have said before that Trossard tried in the eight role. Why? He's not a midfielder. It's been yeah, tried I'm now. Fit. It I hasn't agree. worked. Don't do it again. Why is Trossard playing in midfield? Why? Arteta made the wrong decision with Havertz. And I'm not saying it for this game because he was suspended. Sure. I mean, the fans debating whether Smith-Rowe should come back into the eight, whether Odegaard should move to the eight, or whether Trossard should go to the eight, or whether Jorginho should start it's right. Even Jorginho. Because Havertz was a mistake. Probably. I, I, no. think, I, think you're, I think you're probably right. I think you're probably right. Defensive mistake at that as well. I, I think you're probably right. But for me, Michael Arteta's got to hold a lot of responsibility for yesterday's defeat. I thought the subs, and again, it plays into your, your, your point, Turkish, about poor recruitment potentially in the summer. The fact you've got to bring on a Reese Nelson. Let's just be honest now. We all love Reese. He's not the level. No. He's not the level. Let's just be honest now. He's not the level. Eddie and Ketia, bro, I tried to back you. I tried. And I actually think Eddie and Ketia with a partner, which is why he mugged me off last night. I think Eddie and Ketia with a partner, Scores a lot trying. more goals. Still trying, you're still trying. Just to give <laughs> I'm still trying, <laughs> but I think I think even I've got to concede. It's not the level, bro. It's not the level, right? Let's get some players now. Martin Odegaard. My, I think Odegaard has been harshly criticised this season. He's not been as good as he was last year. He's not. That's just a fact. He's not. But I think Martin Odegaard is doing way too much. He's trying to help link up with Saka. He's trying to link up with Martinelli. He's trying to link up with Jesus. He's trying to help Rice in midfield. He's trying to score goals himself. He's trying to be the captain. He's trying to do everything. Create, and he can't do everything. And he's pressing. He's our chief presser. Let's have it right. Odegaard can't do it all. He can't do everything. And yesterday, I felt so sorry for him because... He was trying to do everything, trying to get stuff going, one-twos, round the corners, a couple of shots. And he can't do it all. So I think, I know Lee wasn't really having his performance yesterday, trying to get the crowd going as well. He's trying Sorry. to do everything. It's like, come on, bro. I can't Somebody help, help myself. Somebody help him out. Saka. I've got a bit of sympathy with Saka again, because like we've all acknowledged, I think he's been triple team, but that again we've discussed is maybe a tactical issue that Arteta needs to recognise. Can we agree now? Martinelli's got to be dropped. Can we agree yeah, now? Yeah. He's not. He's got to be dropped. Yeah, yeah. He was appalling I, I, yesterday. I was hard on him in the Liverpool game because he was doing the wrong thing. Drop for who? This this is the problem we've left ourselves in. Drop for who? Because you've just Turkish. Reese Nelson I, ain't the devil. So who the fuck comes in for Martinelli? Put Trossard there. As as much as I'm, I don't think Trossard's been great. Martinelli's been shocking Turkish. He's been I, I, so bad. What, 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 I'd give Reese. People might think I'm defending Martinelli. I'm, I'm not. But one thing about Martinelli, even yesterday, is he was shit, but he wanted the ball. Trossard was shit, and he was ghost for the majority. Of the true, game. true, true. What, true. What, what's better, someone being bad but still wanting to, 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 you know, be in the right places, trying, or someone yeah, that's yeah. bad that hasn't? I hear I it. I, the whole attack has been poor, but I think mm. what Martinelli brings, no one else can bring. Sim similar to Saka. And they've both been poor this season. I, I, I think that's a fair point. I mean, the alternative isn't much better. Yeah. But the difference between the Liverpool game and the West Ham game was, the Liverpool game, I criticised him because I thought he made shocking decisions. The West Ham game, he just didn't do anything. <laughs> he didn't do anything for a good 45 minutes. I'm like, 
Where on the left hand side, to be fair, we had nothing. The left hand side offered us nothing. Everything was on the right hand side. So again, tactical thing there. But Martinelli, something's got to be done there. Gabriel Jesus, lots of endeavour, dropping deep. He never ever shirks um, a challenge. He never, he never, he's never lazy. But there's questions there for me. There's questions all year. I've been saying, is it two goals? Two goals. Two goals. I'm sorry. It's just not good enough. In the middle, Declan Rice. My criticism of Declan Rice about four, three, four months ago was that he wasn't technically great on the ball. I watched a supporters club, great show, by the way. And the last one was Sheroy was on it. And Sheroy rightfully called me out because I said, that I used the example of Declan Rice being someone that can drive through the middle with the ball. And I said, my words were, most players can do that. And Sheroy correctly corrected me and said, Actually, most players can't do that. And he's right. But what I really meant in terms of technical on the ball is a, a, a pass, a splitting pass. And that is where Partey is better. That is where Thomas Partey, that's what he has that Rice hasn't, which is what I meant. And for a £100 million player, I'm sorry, I need that pass in your locker. And Declan Rice has got so many things in his locker. He hasn't got that pass. And a game where only Odegaard is trying to create and supply the front three, I thought that was the game you missed Thomas Partey. Because Thomas Partey might not have the positional presence that Declan Rice has, but the ball at his feet, I'm having Thomas Partey over Declan Rice all day long. So I'm criticising something that we we can't control because he's injured, fair enough. But that for me is where Declan Rice is lacking. He hasn't got that pass in his locker. And that is what I meant when I was talking about technical ability. I don't think he's got that. And then the goal, finally, for me, the, the, the first goal. I, I know that Kaz, who works in production here, was critical of uh, Zinchenko. And I've, I've got, no, I'm done with Zinchenko, just generally. I think that's Gabriel's fault. I, I think that's Gabriel's fault. The ball's coming in from the right. You're trying to swing it with your right foot. The other, the, the other, it was weird. I don't understand what he was trying to do. For me, that's Gabriel's fault. And Gabriel's been brilliant, brilliant all season. And for me, I thought it was great on 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 we're, Sunday. We're, we're not going to call out Shaka for it then. Or what? Blocking the not blocking the shot. Well, the I'll tell you what, what from where I see it, Ben White took took the man in, mm. uh, aggressively went with the player into the midfield, and Saka just stood there, and they, he just popped it off, played it into where where, and, and Saka just stood there, he never got back. You know mm. what I mean? Like. I'm I'm sorry, like you know what I mean. I'm, after that, it's crap defending. I go along with that, like. But listen, Martinelli has a bad game. Everything's you know what I mean on him. Uh, you know he does get back and defend, and he does um, challenge back and all that. I see Saka yesterday just standing around, uh, and he, look it, look back at the goal. I've, 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 in I've, fairness, I've, on, on the goal, you're probably right. It. I've just watched it here. In fairness, I think the reason Saka doesn't get back is because. Saliba comes across and Rice goes to centre back, so 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 I I think I think the back four is intact in some way, shape or form. I get what you mean because White goes inside. You know, you'd think he would drop in on Gabriel. I didn't think about it this way before, but I think you might be right, Jordan. Like, listen, Zinni was that goal, but yeah, you kind of think what were you trying trying to to do? He's trying to clear it across the face of goal. It's like, bro. Just kick it with your right foot that way. <laughs> Why are you making it hard for yourself by kicking it the harder yeah, way? It was... You're actually right. You're, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's crap from Zinni because because someone made a great point. I think it might have been Cast Texas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, 
Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. As well, this is like the second or third moment in two games where he's run into the space to defend something that someone else is already there to deal with. Like that is that is really weird from Zinchenko, but if Zinchenko's not there, Gabriel's put it behind for a corner and we go and it's not an issue. But you're right, like ultimately it was a weird decision from him. Can I just say finally as well, before before I shut up, just on a general point, and, I've, and this is not my point, I've seen this point from a friend of mine who watches the pod, Simeon Brown, and I think we've all kind of in different ways made this point, but it seems for us to score goals, it's so hard. We mm. have to work so hard to score goals. Man City and Liverpool, they don't have to work really, really, really hard to score all their goals. Some of their goals are well-crafted and they've got to work for it, granted. But it just seems with us, we have to really score the perfect, it's got to be the perfect move to score a goal. And that may be a thing of, we don't have faith in our number nine. I don't know what it is, but it just seems like it's so hard for us to score a goal. And it, it just shouldn't be this hard. And that's a coaching thing. And that, that is a, that's a tactical thing. And that's on Mikel Arteta to work out. But I, I agree. I think if we don't beat Fulham, I, I think we're in trouble because we're level with Man City. And that's not an awful place to be. But if that's Man City's worst start for a, for a few years and we're just at best level, it's, 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 it's not well, looking great. Go there, Jordan. And we've got to go there. Yeah, yeah. I, I just I, I rewatched it as well, similar to James. And I, I, don't, I still put it on Zinni. I don't think Gabriel's done anything that I haven't seen a defender do before. He's not clearing it across goal. He's more... He he's more cleared goal himself in terms of the position that he kicks in. He's not. He's kicked it the wrong way though. He's kicked it the wrong way and against Zinchenko. Kick I, it mean, out. But I've seen defenders do that on the strong foot where they've just kicked out for a corner. Why is Zinchenko up his ass? Why are you there? Yeah. Yeah, why? Just tell me why you're fucking there. I don't understand. It's calamity all round, wasn't it? it was yeah, it's, 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 it's comical. It's comical. And, and on and on the players, by the way. Um, I am. I, I thought you made a really good point. Jordan uh, on the last podcast where you said, can we stop these Zinchenko, Trent Alexander-Arnold comparisons? Now, in fairness, because I heard a lot of it said, and in fairness, I think the point was less about quality and more about like the, the, the ta- tactically Zinni is looked at in the way Trent is looked at in that 
you are going to put up with certain things because there's something you get another one. Now you're right. You cannot compare them quality wise. Now I've been, I've been banging that drum that last season, I actually think Zinchenko was sensational. Unbelievable. I was just about to say that. Unbelievable. Like really good. Like really, really good. Now I, I know that he didn't end the season brilliantly and I know he got nutmegged by Trent and whatever, but I didn't feel that what he lacked defensively actually kind of, read its head too often i might be missing some things so remind me in the comments if i am missing some big moments but i felt on the ball I, I i felt like i was watching someone like invent a new position i was like oh my word he's our most creative player from left back some of the passes we wore that baggy shirt last season and he was just threading balls into granite Xhaka. i was just thinking this is just sensational stuff we have always got a chance because he keeps finding the players in the pockets that are going to run at their back four and it was brilliant. He was the one who basically was unlocking our wingers because of how he was finding the forward players. And this season, and it is this whole season, I felt that, and I, and I just came to the conclusion with it yesterday, it's not just because we conceded a goal and it's not just because we lost. What are we really getting going the other way this season? Now, the talent, I don't think you lose that talent. But my question is, is he not playing as well? Is that number eight in that space getting marked marked out the game better um maybe we've just been tactically you know found out might be been tactically found found out. Out, no, i don't no. know but we're certainly not getting anything near the zinchenko of last season no. anything when, near when you look at the tactical tweaks james yeah it, it it's actually worked against what a lot of our players it's it's highlighted our players, some of our players' weaknesses more than anything. Because I think, you know, I've always doubted Zinchenko and I've questioned his passing and, and why he gets so much praise for it over the years. Because when he comes into midfield in the overload in an exciting, faster-paced team, there's a lot more spaces to work with. There's a lot more space to run into, play into. When it when it becomes a lot more rigid, maybe because a team's low block, but more more often than not this season, it's been rigid because of the way we play. We've got op we've got options to counter, we've got options to to play out quickly, but we decide to reset and we decide to regain control. That's when you cannot a control inside cannot have a sloppy player like Zinchenko in it because a control inside that sloppy player can cost you. Ooh. It's not the first time a team's had two shots on target and scored two goals against us. Like when you have sloppy players that put your your team in positions like he has done over the last eighteen months, then it it, it can cost you no end because you're not that free flowing team creating so many chances that you can afford to concede one because of sloppiness, but you're scoring three or four. And then on top of that, we've become a more controlling side, creating less chances, but we've got an attack that are not clinical. And we knew that even last season, even though we scored hella goals last season, it was shared about. There were still question marks about it. Martinelli and Saka are probably the most disappointing this season for me because I expected those two to be gone and be the the the, the twenty goal a year players potentially, at least one of them. Doesn't look like that's happening, but these tweaks have gone and, and highlighted our weaknesses more than ever, in my opinion. Now that that works for and Zinchenko too. Can I ask you guys a question because we've analysed the problem? But um, we are the premier Arsenal fan podcast. People come to us for like all the good stuff. So let's try and come with some solutions. So do you guys think that we're half into the season now? Mick, it's, it's not over. This has been a bit of a doom and gloom. Wow. Somebody was wow. calling. Somebody was calling me there, sorry. Um, real doom do you doom. think it's A, just two or three small tweaks that need to be made? 
or do you think it's kind of like wholesale changes, i.e. new formation, new strategy? Do do you think it's... What what would you do from here on in? I don't know. Go. Uh, uh, And I don't know how to explain this tactically, but I want to see Arsenal have fun again. Like, wow, this guy really asks good questions and then just leaves the podcast. Matt drop. Fair enough. I I want to see Arsenal have fun again, guys. Yeah, I'm really with you. Do. And I don't. Know, and that for me is sorry. That that for me is an hour in. It's not happening. Swap your wingers. Let's see if Saka yeah. can get in on goal and whip some balls into the box. You know, I want to see Jesus pulling out wide and you know dropping feints and taking on players. I want to see Zinchenko's passing. You know, at its best. I want to see. I don't see Erdegaard tap tap. Fans are going to kill me. Erdogan, you summed up brilliantly, Jordan. Erdogan was doing too much. Now, in that, he did some brilliant things. But I agree. Where Trossard did nowhere near enough and was really poor, Erdogan was like complete opposite end of the spectrum. He did some brilliant things. But he also held on to the ball a lot. He was also trying to dribble past plays. He was trying to, it felt like he really didn't want to get it wrong because he was really trying to do the right thing. I want to just have fun again. Like, just. Like I, and I don't know what the answer to that is. I almost think it's somewhere there's like a a valve you just need to release some air and you need to just, I don't know what it is. I don't know if pre-game there's a list of tactical instructions and you need to just cut that by half. I don't know what it is, but it's, your Jesus won't become an elite goal scorer overnight. But, or at all. But, but last season, I didn't feel he needed to be an elite goal scorer for us to win the league. I didn't feel he needed to be that. So how do we rediscover that again? Can we get Martin and Saka closer to goal? Which mm. our shape and build-up. They're so wide on the touch. And that's why I'll always be more defensive of those two than basically every other player. They get kicked the most and they're the least space to work with. And they're the most um, marked in the game. Without question. You know, so can we get them nearer to goal? Can we get Ben White and Zinni hugging the touchline and get our fullbacks up the pitch? Just something else. Can we just ask different questions and just have a bit of fun? I think you're dead right on that. And one of the things that we were talking about it last night on the train yesterday, and you just brought up the point that I was going to say, is that we're a little bit, I know it sounds silly, we're a little bit rigid in our wide areas. They, they stay on the, you know, Thing now we're supposed to be this more controlled side, more better defensively. Well, then I'd say that would be the one thing I'd say. Right, you front free, do what you want, go and express yourself, go and like. And I felt they were doing that last year. So Saka, if you want to come away off of that um, touchline and play where, go and play there because we've structurally better better off with the with the defence that we've got and whatever. Like you know, um, and, and what's what's happening is. Because of that now, Ben White is not overlapping like he did last season. So if, if he come in about 10, 15 yards, then you've got the option of the, the, the runner on the what of the fullback coming into it, which I, I see other teams have that option and we don't have that option. If you ever look at it like when you see um the wide right the right back bombing bombing getting onto the edge of the box, we don't see that a lot because Saka's out there. So I think there's something that they can do. And I, I think now maybe it is We've got to get somebody else in just to freshen things up. Oh, we need a couple of players in Jan for sure. But but Lee, uh, this is not an example that fans will love hearing, especially after they themselves held four yesterday. But Pedro Porro's gone under the radar for Tottenham this season. Been a good mm-hmm. player. 
And if you watch, right, he's very, him and Udog are very narrow and inside. <laughs> now, Zinchenko and Ben White are pretty narrow in their general shape, but they are profile-wise also very good at going the other way. So they come inside to basically attack those channels. But when Kuluzeski or Son whoever do come in, they can go the other way. And actually, they've got that ball. They've got that delivery. Paparo especially has been doing that really well. So I just wonder, like, is there something we can do where Saka can come inside? Because he does it for England, by the way. He plays very narrow for England. He's really good because he's really strong. A bit like when Mane used to come inside and he'd like be able to hold off a defender and you know, buy us a little bit of time for an overlap or whatever. Can we just throw something different? Uh, that's where the Arteta criticism comes in for yeah. me. That yeah. Arteta, yes, we had enough chances. Yes, Arteta could have sat on his ass and probably would still have every right to say, well, how many chances do you want? But still, like, an hour in, yes, we had chances to score. Yes, you could argue that you could go another 30 minutes doing the same thing and it might come. But... Can you ask your players to try something different? So at least the West Ham fans. Did you guys see any balls over the top? I saw one for Trossard, which actually came off. Did you see any balls over the top where we actually asked Mavropanos and um, who else was it? Ogbonna to just win a header, to win a second ball. Did we ever ask that question? We, we no, and that's because really... they dropped deep. Uh, they were quite deep. And, all, and that's where, where Jordan comes into what There was space, I think, though. There was space for a long ball every now and again. It, there was, but not not very often. That's when you need someone driving past the midfield. That's when you need to drive and then and then and open things out. We haven't got that. Declan Rice uh, wasn't doing it from deep, and that's where I think that we do. Do you know the one player that can pick a pass? Also, if it ain't party, is is Jorginho. He can pick a pass like that, like you know. And I yeah, think that that, that, that that was lacking there. But listen, you know, it, it's very very difficult. You know. Kai Havertz has been missed. I think in, in the last month, he's been playing really, really well. Um, but Trossard yesterday didn't do nothing. You know what I mean? Like when these players are coming in, they've got to do something. And, and they didn't. And, and you can blame the manager for, for it to a certain degree. And I do. But why isn't Trossard like he was? He was nowhere near at the standards that he was like last season. Another one like, you know, I think that, Mikel and his coaching staff have got to look at it now and go, do you know what? We've been sussed. We need to change things up a little bit. I'm not saying... And, and, and personnel is a little bit harsh, you know what I mean? I think Mart, I think Martinelli's been poor. There's a reason why he's been poor, because is it been, being what he's being told to do? I don't think he's been given the... Ex, you know, expressing himself as much as what he was last season. Didn't go outside these men once yesterday. Once. It's not even like... they're not, I'm not being horrible... Uh, none of those players would get anywhere near our team. None of them. And like Saka and Martinelli. That's not true. That's not totally true. There's there's two or three players in that team. What, in in, in the defence? Oh, in defence. Oh, sorry. I think they meant the general team. Any of their defenders get near our team. Sorry. You know what I mean? None of them. You know what I mean? If one of them come, we we, we could do with a defender. You're going to take one of theirs? You ain't. You're not. Not that that scene that I see there. We got rid of one of them. You know what I mean? Like, and we did not take them on or beat them anywhere along the line. You know what I mean? And that's my biggest point disappointment today. Like, you know, especially with Martinelli, four or five times in the second half, doing his coming down at our end, it never went out on the outside once. Is now has he been told to, to keep coming on the inside, or is he, you know? And if he does go on the outside, is there anybody inside? I don't know, but. 
Can, or, can I just briefly just say, I know we've got to wrap um, pretty soon, but just briefly, my final point would be, this is the reason why I'm never really comfortable with the solutions being buy. Buy, 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 buy. Every year we've got to no, buy, we've got to buy, we've got to buy. I, I, I think, I do think we need some some, some new players. So I'll say that from the start. We do need some some players. But the default setting seems to always be when things don't go right, we got to buy. we got to buy in January, we got to buy in the summer. How about Mikel Arteta actually, um, how about he actually works this out and has a bit of, you, you, you explain there, James, what, what um, Postacoglu is doing at Spurs. Now he's new, so maybe they'll be sussed out this time next year. Who knows? But well, and, at, and they've I'm, lost five games as well. So it's true. not a great example. I'm just, I'm just more on the right back, what they're doing there. No, but I'm looking for a bit of innovation. I'm looking for my manager now. The season's not over. It's not over. This could still be a very good season. But you've got to now start thinking and looking at what's going on and making some hard decisions about, do we now go back to how we did last year? Do we persevere, but just make small tweaks? We, we can buy players, but it's like, giving a to- it's like giving a crap chef the best ingredients. Like, they can only do so much. If you're not a good chef, you're not a good chef. Now, Mikel is a good manager. I like him. But I'm just saying, even if you give him three or four players, are we confident that he tactically knows what he's doing with those players? Is my point. Well, this was meant to be innovation. Yeah. This, this was meant to be innovation this season. You know, this, this is why, you know, a few weeks ago I said, listen, if this, this whole new approach brings a title come the end of the season, I don't care if it's boring. And that still stands. I don't care how how we do it. If it if it comes to the end of the season and we're winning major trophies, that's all that really matters. I'm not one that's seeking great football to be excited. I don't really give two shits about that because Wenger gave us great football for years and didn't give us any trophies with it. So I'd like Mikel to to to. to I, I do, by the way. Yeah, yeah, I know you. <laughs> Sorry, but yeah, <laughs> it's kind of weird for the approach you have. Like, I, I, I think a bit more like me in that sense, but. You're a bit more entitled that you want the. the- <laughs> I, will, I will say two. I, I, I will say two things, and I think like I, I don't want it all to be negative and everything like that. Like you know what I mean. At, at the end of it, like no, we've we've failed to win three times at home this season against London teams. Yeah. You know, Fulham, Tottenham, and now West Ham. I do think there is a little bit tougher when you're playing against London teams. I do think that uh, you know, so it's a little bit tougher for us. You know what I mean? So I, I get that from that point of view. And I, and I will say that at the end of the day, this can be rectified. We're not in a position where we are... It's not uh, terminal. Uh, no, no. It's now, I, I, I think now, maybe just go, right, do you know what? We're going to go back to where we was and what we was doing and, 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 and go from there, like, you know, and learn a few few lessons from it. I don't think it's all doom and gloom. We're we're a little bit doom and gloom because we're we're pissed off because that's a game you expect to win, you know what I mean? Like if I'll be honest, and and I look at it and I feel like it wasn't how many days ago that we was pumping because we played really well at Liverpool at certain times and all that. Like you know, it ain't all doom and gloom, you know what I mean? Like and it's not a, a bash at Mikel and all that, but when you lose, you're gonna be you, you're gonna ask questions, and that's what we've got to do, and we've got to now answer those questions. Come Sunday, Lee. For anyone, for anyone who is in the comments saying, "Oh, you're so negative. One defeat. You're throwing your toys out the pram." This is why everyone always needs to look at the wider context. No one here is frustrated. 
just because we lost a game. We're frustrated because once again, it's another game in which we've seen the same errors from the same players. Yeah. That we, It's taken so little to score a goal against us. And yet we have done so much and not got a goal ourselves. And that is a trend. That isn't first podcast we've seen this and now we're all getting really mad about it. It's five games in six where we haven't taken our chances in games. And that is why now there's this outpouring of frustration where we didn't get away with it against Villa. We got away with it a little bit because Anfield is Anfield. And, you know, Brighton we won and Wolves we won. So the two goals were enough. This has been building. And yeah, that, needs to, that needs to be recognised. We, we've been coming to this point where, like a while ago, where we were talking about a total lack of fluidity and what's going wrong. We're not The word fluidity wasn't mentioned today. It's 59 minutes. It hasn't been mentioned. We are talking about these players having the tools. That's why I'm not taking this excuse about the fans and the atmosphere or whatever else it might be, or pressure, or whatever. You had the platform to win that game and they didn't. And that has been a trend that's been built. It's been building to this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm looking at the fixtures this weekend. Obviously, we know we've got Fulham, but Tottenham got Bournemouth at home. Liverpool got Newcastle at home. <laughs> Sheffield United at home. Aston Villa got Burnley at home. All the teams just, you know, below us and then around us, they've got easy home fixtures right there. And if we move this poor form onto Fulham, who are in a poor stretch themselves, in front of goal especially, then listen, it's not doom and gloom now, but a one-two game swing, it can be doom and gloom. Listen, Tottenham are four points away from us. Tottenham are four points away from us. I'm not saying that I think they will be there come the end of the season. What I'm saying is that it should not be this close right now. For what I thought we were moving into, if Man City were to falter, we would have been the ones to be there. But we're not. Liverpool are, and it's only two points. So it is not all doom and gloom. So we'll for, find for, for what it's worth as well, just briefly as well, Tottenham, Liverpool, I don't think City, but Tottenham and Liverpool do lose some key players over the next month to the Asian Cup and AFCON. So, you know, Salah's obviously a massive loss for Liverpool. Spurs are losing, I think, three players. So let's let's evaluate February the 1st. Do, do you know what I mean? Because by then... I think Tottenham, Liverpool... have already, Tottenham have already lost key players. You could argue they've lost as many key players as us this season. With Madison and what and happened? They, lo- they lost five in a row. <laughs> well, yeah, they I lost mean? five, but they're four points behind. And this is my point. Like yeah, Man City yeah. went on a five out of six game streak without winning. Tottenham have lost four out of five or whatever it was. Mm. We didn't break away. We are still mm. Maybe everybody's going to have that sort of run Turkish where they're going to have a little bit of a bad... Well, well, maybe there's a reason why everyone is not having the season they were hopeful of having. And and I, I'm not making excuses for the team. For the t- I'm just... Yeah. Kind of, let me tell you... Listen, let me, let me tell you something, yeah. I was, when I was at school, I hated chemistry. I absolutely hated chemistry. Just... I was about to say big up chemistry teachers, but I don't even mean it. And um, and in an exam, I'm being deadly serious, I once got 18%, 1, 8, 18%. The class average was 12. And I came away from it going, I did all right. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying is, right, sometimes you go, why, why is everyone struggling? That's all I've said. I'm just, I'm just putting that into the atmosphere. Something to consider. No, I mean, I mean, this is the Premier League that I know. A lot tighter. A few teams, you know, in and around it in the conversation. Come the midway point. I mean, you know, younger fans who have seen Man City in Liverpool. That's not normal. What Man City in Liverpool done? Ninety plus, ninety five, ninety seven, ninety two. 
that's not normal. The standards they set mad. I, I much prefer a season where it's a lot more balanced, you know, various teams are in and around causing problems. This is what I, I'm a lot more familiar with when Arsenal have been at the top, even though it always ended up with Arsenal United more often than not. You know, it, it was never Arsenal United are running away with it completely come the way Man City have done. Um, but let's move because we've got Fulham away and that game has taken on an extra added um, importance with our last, you know, what, not only last loss, but two losses in the last three fixtures. And like I said, all the teams around us have pretty light home fixtures, all expected to win. So that Fulham game is a must win. Fulham haven't been great recently, but just before this this bad patch that they're on, they had a quite a good patch. Um, so they will cause problems. And yeah, I mean, how are we feeling about it? Is, is, is it one of those ones that you just expect us to bounce back and, and dispatch a Fulham? Is it one that you want us to make a statement and, and go out there and um, take them to the sword? Is it one that you just expect us to go control and win 2-0 away from home? I think briefly, I just think it's got to go back to basics now. Let's just get a clean sheet. Let's just get to our dangerous players. Let's get Saka and, and Martinelli one-twoing with, with the likes of Rice and Odegaard like they were last season. Let's get Jesus back to his aggressive best in and around the penalty box a lot more. And let's get the ball in the box. I just think it's, it's, it's basic. Let's go back to basics. Let's do this. Let's do the things that our players do well. Declan Rice is a is a presence in midfield. Dominate that midfield. Martinelli is great going on the outside. Beat your man on the outside. Saka's great coming inside. Beat your man on the inside and get shots off. Jesus is good at back to goal, linking up and laying off. Let's just go back to basics and get the job done. Gabriel, it wasn't a great game for Gabriel. All right, cool. It's one. It's, it's one bad game. We, we've praised him all season. He's proved me wrong, to be fair. So let's just go back to basics and just kind of like start from here on in because it's not over. It's not terminal. But if we don't win this game, I, I think we then potentially then have a have a have a problem. Hundred percent. If we don't win this game, big big problem. Um, James, well, what do you want to see? A nice controlling win that you know, similar to Everton away, or do you want us to come back with a bang? I don't. I don't know. I don't. What's I don't better care. for us? Do you think? I don't know. I doesn't. Does it matter? No. No. Just whatever you do, whatever you do, do it with conviction. Mm-hmm. You know Everton, yeah. They don't play possession-based, controlling football. You know, one twos, lots and lots of the ball, probing the penalty area. But they're bloody good to watch. I'm being serious. Sean Dyche football, long, direct, runners, wingers getting balls into the box, good press. I don't care how you play. I really don't, like within reason, obviously. But my point is generally, however you want to take control of the game, whether it's winning 2-0 and suffocating Fulham out of it or blitzing them 5-2, whatever, just do it with conviction, man. Just do it. When you get chances, do, do it with conviction. Um, have some belief, have some fun, go enjoy it. Um, because this season, like, it shouldn't, we're second in the league, we topped our Champions League group, FA Cup home game to come. It shouldn't feel as much of a slog as it's feeling. Because there'll be some good moments in there. I just want to come away from Craven Cottage on New Year's Eve, Sunday, with my confidence restored that we can go and win the race. <clears throat> That's the sort of performance I want. I just want to walk out of there knowing. Do you know what? 
we're still in with it because my, I, I'm going to be really honest. My confidence has been knocked after what I see yesterday. All yeah, around. I know what you mean. From the from the team, from the players up front, from the manager, I need it. I need a bit. I need a confidence boost now, and that, and that perform, that's what that performance has got to give me on Sunday. Go there, whether it's a comfortable two 0 win or a three 0 win, I don't care. But I want to walk out of there going, do you know what? We, we, it's, it's a blip. That was a blip. That game. That's what I want to walk out of that ground thinking, not going on to the next game thinking, oh look, struggling and missing chances again and dropping points. Because I, I think then, you know, it's going to be a long, long, hard season for us. So, listen, I, I still think we've got fun. We've still got fun times ahead of us because I think that, you know, we will we will get it right eventually with the front three. But, yeah, that's how I feel. Sorry, Turkish, I'm, I'm doing it again. Apologies. But I have to mention that um, I'm so glad we've gone 50, over an hour of this podcast and we haven't mentioned the um, the VAR uh, of, across the line thing. I'm so glad. And the reason why I'm glad is Great. because I, I, got, I got a lot of um, criticism from friends of mine who watched the pod, loved the pod, who all said on the last pod, you spent the whole pod and didn't mention the fact that Arsenal conceded a penalty, the, the Odegaard handball. So the fact that we've not mentioned the VAR here shows we're consistent, right? We're not, we're, we got away with one uh, at Anfield. Potentially, we might have got bent over at the Emirates last night, but I just, I, I just wanted to flag that. Uh, know, I, mean, I ain't got a problem with that last night. Nor have I. Nor have I. Day on field, they didn't give it. If if, it weren't, if there weren't a VAR thing about it, would be it would be a, be a goal. My, and and my words, some, goals like that. My words, some people love a moan, right? Like it's really not that difficult if they're going to disallow chalk off a goal a team has scored they have to be absolutely sure that, that, that they're I right think. i don't know why people find that so difficult to understand i haven't got an issue with the newcastle can one you can you imagine what west ham fans would be feeling if if the referee went well i'm not sure we can't <laughs> see it but the ball's probably behind his knee so really we can you imagine the uproar from West Ham fans? Now, what is a disgrace, right, is we have the technology in this multi-billion pound industry of a game to actually, you know, know for sure the technology should be implemented. But cool, we don't have that. All the clubs sign on to at the beginning of the season. They know what they're signing on to. And all I ask for is consistency. The next time we score a goal where the ball might probably have been out, you let it go on. That's the consistency I want, and that's been the rule for for forever. Like you know, what I mean, the linesman. If the linesman gives that out, then it's then it would the VAR couldn't have got involved the other way around. It's just you know, what I mean, and that's what you want: referees and linesmen refereeing the games properly. He didn't see it, didn't see it was out or not. I ain't got an issue with that. Like, didn't have the issue with the Newcastle one. It weren't the issue with the, it was the push more than anything else. Yeah, agree. You know, sometimes you get that. You know, what I mean, I ain't got a problem with that last oh, night. But Joe, but Joe Willock that. said it went out. Yeah, Joe yeah, well, Willock. It, however fast you know, say it to the referee the time, really. sprinting to keep the ball in was obviously sitting there going oh that looks out sorry sorry to make it, so I just thought I mentioned that so. no problem move on I even separate segments for just that now I, I separate segments in my Jordan's going to interrupt five minutes they <laughs> save it there um Jordan, back to you actually. Well, not back to you, but just an all-round question. Now, listen, I'm weary of time or seven. Sure, minutes. sorry, I'll keep it brief. But I mean, you mentioned earlier Martinelli needs to be dropped, so I'm just going to go around quickly. What changes would you make to the lineup? Uh, I, I, I would play. Is Havertz back? Was it a one-game ban? Yeah. yeah. 
I would bring Havertz back in for Martinelli, and I would put Trossard. I'd, I'd give Trossard a go on the on the on the left. Okay. Any changes, James Lee? I, I, yeah. I'd, do, I'd do exactly the same, but I'll keep Martinelli in. Oh, so Havertz in for Trossard. Yeah. This might sound really, really weird, but I would I'd get Jorginho in. Erdogan, Jorginho, Rice. Um, and and I, I probably would move Trossard to the front three, but I'd be really encouraging like Jesus to come wide. Maybe even sort of Jesus off the left with Trossard up top. I'm just I'm just mm. looking at things like, can we get Jesus more on the ball? He's good at running at players. Can we get him on the ball more? Can we? I don't know, but that's pretty much it. <clears throat> All right, cool. Looks like we're moving on to prediction time. So it's time for the prediction table. Mm, let's have a look at that. Yeah, let's see what we're saying here. Let's see what we're saying here. Okay, so that's not correct, first of all. It's uh, not correct. No, 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 no. No? Well, uh, what's, no. Incorrect? what's incorrect? Well, it's a point got to be deducted from you, isn't it? Which what, what, you're quite easy to do. What, well, at least one. No problem. No problem whatsoever. Because, you know, like, who gives it large that he's always on time and all that? As I was sleeping today, like, yeah. Right, like, yeah. And uh, if it no wasn't from, from, from cash, you would not have been here even when you did. I'm admit it. I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have. I would have. I would have. I would have lost three points and I, and I would have loved it. Like, yeah, right. So I would have loved it. Wasn't so, there a rule like, for everybody know is give it large. Ten times he's been on time and all that, but you know we knew he couldn't. Do you, do you know my record? He you couldn't know my record? Do You leave the cheese, the, the the mouse in the cheese factory. He's going to eat the cheese eventually, <laughs> and you've been nibbling away today, my son. So do you, do you like? Okay, the point deducted off me today. I was I was ninety seconds late, people. I don't care. It is what it is. So this season, I'm bird camp. I'm trying to assist my good friend below James in, in his securing his first league title. So, you know, just call me the Iceman this year. But Jordan, Lee, the table looks quite different. Do you want to explain why the, the table looks Oh, no, quite... I'll, I'll go, Lee. I'll go, Lee. Oh, yeah. We got totally free, done. We got totally... We played a game over Christmas, had a little bit of fun. And I put fun in inverted commas there. Well, we had a, we had a competition. If you haven't seen it, guys, go and check it out on the AFTV platform. Great content. Um, and we got done over. It was me and Lee versus James and Turkish. And we got done over. And the lovely Tao, who uh, was, was hosting uh, the event. I mean, I, I've got a lot of time for her. But we got done over, Lee. We, we got no, done I'm over. And, 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 and in such, we're, we're now what? Yeah, we're both lagging behind James and, and, and Turkish. But it's okay. We're, 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 we'll be the bigger men. We'll be the bigger men, but just so everyone knows, the reason there's a gap is because we got done over. But it's all right. We're not going to go on about it anymore. We'll move on. Can I say, though, I, I actually totally agree with them, Turkish. <laughs> I, I, I wrapped I rap a football with my knee and got 15 points. I oh, know. It's yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. And like, what what was unbelievable about it, right? Name, name uh, for the people who have not seen it, name... Name the invincible team. It's up on the bloody wall, like behind him, right? You know? Right. Behind That's me, one it was behind you. It was behind you, and you and Jordan got asked to pick. And also, also, right. Also, and it's worth having a look on it, right? We're playing the Norks and Crosses game, right? And they've gone. Oh, we go top, uh, top right, and 
Talia's gone, oh, no, you don't want to go there. You know, you want to go down bottom right, like, because, uh, you know, they, they can get the front. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, we'll stop them, like, you know. And when we done it, oh, hello, Turkish, you all right there, darling? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right yeah, like, yeah they didn't even yeah. turn around and say anything to us nothing, about it. Nothing. You know, giving them clues and all that. Spe- like, you know. Speaking of assists, she was Meza Ozil. She was proud oh. Meza Ozil in that game. It's disgraceful. It's embarrassing. Can you give us a clue, right? This is a, can you give us a clue? He played for he played for Inter Milan and Ajax as well. <laughs> that was one clue, right? And another clue, right? We might, we might as well, it's not actually give us a clue. It might it should have been like just give us the point. And the other one, right, was I have him on the name of my on the back of my shirt, right? Well, me, 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 and me and you, Joel. I go to the games all the time. I don't go to watch alongs, and you're never there. So it's like, you know, I mean, oh, why don't you have another why don't you have another point? Absolute joke. I mean, like, I'm gonna be really honest, right? I thought I'll get my old family to watch it Boxing Day. They've all got the ump. Yeah, mine too. Well they're, they're watching too. it and they're going, what scandalous. And my <laughs> mum, who I my mum, right, said I thought Jane was a nice lad. <laughs> right off you, like, you know what I mean? Like, what you know I mean? wrong? I, she, I knew that, she, look, she knows Turkish is a snake. She knows that. We all know that. But you've got this innocence about you. Well, you're not in her good books, you know what I mean? Like, because Same you, don't know, Lee, you don't know nothing yet, Lee. You don't know nothing yet. I was totally humble about that 15-pointer. Yes, she was. That she I was. said was a disgrace. Yeah. Whether she I gave us like... 15 or 5, we still won with the Invincibles question. No, but, no, but the momentum. No, no, the momentum. The, 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 the momentum. We had, to, we had to, yeah. Momentum. Oh, they, and they, also, they, someone they, said in the comments, we got two points more less than what we should have, so we should have had another. It was, listen, it's a I'm going to say it now. It's a total farce, right? I have got in contact with our lawyers. Uh, you know, me, I mean, me too. Written, me too. Written, written a letter to Mr. Lyle, which I, I, I thought was fantastic. Yep, yep, yep. Robbie's getting a letter. Read, redone. It's great letter, content, but this table has got to change. On that note, Mr. Robbie's getting a letter. Robbie's already got a letter, mate. Yeah, so I'm gonna tell the people the snitches that are worth it around. You're the real snitches. I thought this guy grew up on 90 and he's coming to snitch. Here, here is the letter in full for audio listeners. It's on the screen, but obviously, you're listening. I didn't, I didn't say it was from me, I didn't say it was from me, Turkish. I just from- said that's a letter that on behalf of the listeners, you know, somebody wrote that letter, oh, sent so it to me. speaking on as... behalf of the comment section that you slander every week. I get it. But let me just read it out for the people, if you don't mind. So, Jordan, well, not Jordan. No, not Jordan. Not Jordan. A simple man. I'll say a simple man has wrote a letter in. That simple man has said, Dear Mr. Lyle, I'm writing to inform you that as someone who does work for your company, I am writing to inform you that collusion and fraudulent operation took place at a time of generosity festive cheer and love employees of AFTV embarked on a mission to cheat colleagues and thus the millions of fantastic viewers out of a competitive game on your premises I don't wish to name names as that would be unfair and I'm better than that but one of the participants in this crime has a huge beard Mm. (laughs) another isn't bad at speaking Italian Mm. and the main offender is referred to as Tao by some I'm not here to tell you what you should do, but it would be incumbent on you as the CEO to ensure a thorough investigation takes place and the criminals are brought to justice. Yours, 
a simple man who wants fairness and justice. And I, I believe a now, like, a simple you know, man. <laughs> if you have watched it, um, please put in the comments. Like, I, I think that you know that the, it should be a rematch or points. I think so too. I think so too. Uh, let, let the listeners listen. I'm, I'm, willing, I'm willing to. I don't, I don't mind. I don't mind rematching, but you two need to work your way up the ladder because me and James are just we're in, me and James are the invincibles. Call us invincibles now. That's the two that's, wins. That's the two team wins. And the James, two wins. Do you see any L's in our in the column? I don't see oh. any. James, do you see any? Yeah, L's? but you had you had the oh. official in your back pocket. I'll be honest. You know I, mean? like, I feel very much. You feel like dirty, James, Matt. don't you? I feel like Man City with 115 charges. <laughs> Thank you very much, Joe. Like, it, you know, I, I'm top and it feels good. And don't yeah, get me you're wrong. You're not comfortable I'm, with it, though, are you? I, well, I do. Look, don't get me wrong. If it, you know, if it stays this way till the end of the season, I'll absolutely be, you know, picking up the match-worn, you know, signed Erdegaard shirt, you know, for 400 <laughs> quid in the armory. But, but... Yeah, you know, I, I'm not sure how fair my position is at the top right there, but it's and okay. And then also, James, he had the cheek to knock, knock two points off me up there. <laughs> <Absolutely>. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 first but, you got to give him that. Fuck him. Yeah. No, I'll give Before we get it. Unfair play, they said. <laughs> Invincibles. League table 0304. Come on. Shameless. Shameless. It's totally absolutely outrageous. <laughs> Embarrassingly. Well, it's embarrassing. Yeah, it can I, can I Even production's in on it now. Production's like, in on it. I'd like to send a message to the lawyers that apparently <coughs> are coming on board, the judge that seems to be awaiting our trial, and Mr. Lyle, as the simple man said in the letter. When we were invited to play this game, this was the message. The name of this quiz is Unfair Play. You may do what you can to gain a competitive advantage. The host will decide what goes and what does not. Yeah, but she let you. She she. I ain't saying what I'm what I'm thinking, but like <laughs> she, she actually let you two get away with murder, like you know what I mean, like. And a little bit of that is because you know they've got a working relationship. You know what I mean, where we haven't Jordan, like you know. No, we, no, no. Even production, like you know, have said. You know her dad. You know her dad. Don't <laughs> come talking to me about working relationships. Yeah, to be, to, to be fair, you, you do know her dad, Lee. Like, you know, I've, I've met him a couple of times at the game, like, you know, yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? I don't know what he's got on the back of his bloody shirt. I really don't know, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, come on. Oh, it's your room. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, yeah. oh, I can't believe it. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> oh man, I have to really, you know, I love you. I had to take the two points of Lee. He was running away with it at the top, but now James seems to be running away with it. Um, he is three points clear because the point will be deducted off me. Um, so as the table stands, James has three correct scores, 23 points. He leads the way. I'm in second, two correct scores, 20 points. Lee, two correct scores, 19 points. And Jordan's got one correct score, 17 points. No chance in hell he's out of it, people. Well, so, yeah. saying that. You carry on. Half a season to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where, uh, where's the baby pictures then? Right, That's something that we've got to bring up, like, you know. So I hope oh, you've got them, like, I didn't know what that was about. Well, we said on the last pod, like, you had to bring a, a, a baby picture up of a young, of a young person. I thought um, that was just you. Was no, no, shoot? I think that was all. No, what we said is we'll put it in the format where us four are together and then put it on the screen. But yeah, 
I guess we didn't well, do it. Have you, have you not put yours up there? I think that I've put mine in. Yeah. Well, I didn't know I was meant to put some in. Next week. Next, we'll do it next week. Well, why are you oh, getting? Oh, we'll do it what next week. Oh, okay, that's all right. We'll let Cash. We'll do it next week and let everybody off light. Yeah, okay, that's fair <laughs> enough. Yeah. Well, that's, that's your yeah. teammate that suggested that, yeah? So you two have a, have a conversation well, off there. just got to be in it now, like, you know what I mean? Uh, as he wasn't here for the last one. But, we, yeah, we've all got to show a picture of us when we was young. Baby. James baby. And that's, that's James there as a baby, right? You see him every week. Yeah, it's true. It's true. It's true. Right, let's go into predictions. James, top of the table, fresh surroundings. Oh, oh by the way, oh, there's something else I've got to say. Now you know why I called him a slag. You know why now, like, because at the end of the day, he knew, right? He knew, right, that I, 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 he, I, he knew I was in third place, right? And he copied the same, same um, scoreline as me because he knew that I couldn't get away from him or whatever. He, and he, he said, yeah, I've done that so that I could keep on the same score. Yeah. This is what he done to me, even though I, and I couldn't say nothing about it because I knew the scores. He was, oh, Tur- he's a Turkish, dog. He did, uh, You know, come on, guys, have a little bit of thing for me. So I had to go first, even though I knew I was third. So I went 3-1. And that... Son of a gun up there. <laughs> keep, it, as well, keep it clean. Like, keep it clean. I keep it clean because it's a family show, but I really don't want to keep it clean with that. <laughs> but there you go. And he's done that to me as well, like, you know what I mean? Absolute scumbag. I, I, the people know me as, as Mr. Free One Lee. I don't know how you can say I've copied a free one score, but yeah, I mean, I've yeah, done- you know, you know, because I and if you go back and look at it on the show, there's a big grin on his face, like, he don't smile that often, but when he does, you know what I mean? Like, you know, <laughs> I'm not having it. Uh, listen, the table is a table. If you want to rematch, then you work your way up the ladder. Um, I'm sure, I'm sure me and James will offer you the chance for a title again. Wow. <laughs> We can't just throw out chances out there. You need number one contender matches and all of that. So I think maybe you, I think maybe you two go and face off against Ty and Laurie or so, someone like that, and then just rude. If you get past them, then maybe we give you another chance at the at the big leagues. But until then, me and James Invincibles, yeah. James, kick us off with a prediction. We don't right? just hand out title fights. Um, <laughs> I, I'd say um, two nil for like a nervy, hardworking two nil response. Hope. 2-0. I'm going 3-1. Lee? 4-0. Oh, my word. Oh, you look really confident. Bloody hell. I, I was going to go 2-0, but I can't go 1-0. I'm, I'm thinking draw. Um, uh, all right, I'm going to go... Two two. Two two. Can I go three nil? Can I change that to three nil? Too late. Unfortunately, too lately, and your teammate is the one that that's your teammate there. That that that. No, but I thought I thought I'd have allowed it. Yeah, so would I, but his teammate spoke. Ah, look at you two trying to stick with the four. Come on, you gunners. 
Hey, listen, if you haven't watched the Forever Arsenal Christmas special quiz, then go over there. Unfair play. Big up to the host. But listen, the, the banter was 100. It's always a good time when us four are doing content, not only this, but in person as well. Um, it gets very competitive. And as you can see, Lee has still very much hurt feelings off the back of what he believes is an unjust um, deal. But as you saw from the clip I played, at the end of it, he said, fair and square, they won it. And fair and square, we did. So Lee, of the whole show, he clipped that bit. That yeah, of the no, whole yeah. hour and a half, he clipped that ten seconds. <laughs> That's when you say fair and square. I wouldn't even give me courage. Like we give him, we give him Lundberg. You know what I mean? Like you know, right. it's it's the and the subs, and they, they, you know what I mean? Like you know, oh, no. embarrassing. Anyway. Oh. Oh, well, predictions are in. James has gone 2-0, I've gone 3-1, and Lee's gone 4-0. All Arsenal wins, and Jordan has gone for a 2-2. Surprisingly, a draw. That one is played on New Year's Eve. Obviously, New Year's Day is the next day. I'm not too sure we'll we'll record it then, but the next pod should be at least a couple of days after um, the Fulham game. And hopefully, it's a nice, easy win that leads us into the new year. But we will be there and we will discuss people. Make sure you subscribe, put the notification bell on and let's end with comments of the day. Everyone got comments of the day, really? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I've got Ralph, Raphael, the sink, I think that is like, you know, Lee out of nowhere. I'm just going to put it out there. You slag. I <laughs> <laughs> come out of my nose. I laugh so hard. Keep it up, lads, and happy holidays. Big love from Sydney, Australia. Come on, love for the love. I am. Um, I got this because I was I was boarding a flight, so I got to f- about forty minutes into the podcast, right to put it down. Um, but it just sounds like a very Jordan thing to do. Who, by the way, got a lot of love in the comments. No, um, I didn't like that. Dan, Dan uh, Skumpija, I hope I pronounced that right, says, um, I can't believe Jordan waited 55 minutes to take a bite from that sandwich. He couldn't wait another five. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Five to was, go, you went. I'm starving. I hadn't eaten all day and I was working. I was starving. <laughs> That's for Sonny. I can't wait anymore. You, you do do that. You get to the last five and you go, Pod's done. You start unplugging your phone. You start moving around. <laughs> I got things to do, man. Things your girlfriend do. comes in. Yes, it's, it's, I'm on a timer after 45 minutes. Yeah, just, start, yeah, start a radio show for talk. <sighs> just, you know, you know. Busy man, busy man. Um, yeah. I, I, I'll go next. I mean, I've never seen so many messages start with. Jordan normally talks crap, but dot, dot, dot. Um, and i got one here from Scott Summer that just says, Jordan often comes across to me as hypercritical and a bit of a waffler facts however on martinelli he is spot on martinelli should have been dropped for trossard a while ago he needs to earn his place again because he's not contributing enough and there was a lot of people that actually did agree that martinelli's performances haven't haven't been haven't been great so um for once i wasn't i wasn't chatting rubbish big up scott and i've got mine here but um let me just get that in okay cool so my one was from, where are we, photos? There we are. My one's from Jack saying, the tension between Jess and Jordan is like two kids on the playground who like each other, but are mean because they don't know how to show it. There is, <laughs> there is a bit of that, isn't there? There is a bit of that. And this is, Big up Jess, enough, I don't want to be accused of not participating. Here we are, here's mini Turkish London. Lee, there you go. 
Is that baby Turkish? Oh, That's baby yeah. Turkish. <laughs> I look at you at the time. I've never <laughs> seen. I've never seen so much hate for the Cronkies in a little kid's eyes. <laughs> that was me trying That's to take a beautiful over the fight with that Turkish. That's beautiful. Yeah, right? That's a nice photo. That's a nice photo. Yeah, thank you, Lee. <laughs> there we have Lee. Lee hey, leave him here. <laughs> Innocent as well. He wasn't calling anyone slags back then. <laughs> no. Is that you, Lee? That is, oh, yeah, wow. that is. You look like a young Tom Riddle. <laughs> Who's Tom Riddle? Yeah, if you know, you know. Oh, sorry. That's sorry. one for the comments. Um, Jordan and James will get theirs in next show um, because they wasn't prepared. I'll get the point off them each for that as well. Don't you worry about that. Wow. Thank you, Thank you very much. <laughs> Jordan, Jordan's camera actually went off at one stage this show and I was thinking to myself, did we set the rule that if a camera goes off that you get... Dr. No, we didn't. No, we didn't. What, uh, you lot are reaching, man. You're in games when I'm away. <laughs> you're docking points for cameras flicking off. Technical issues you can't you can't do like no. Oh, shameless. Does alarm not working mean technical issues? I just want to know. No. Okay, okay, all right. Big up everyone. Oh, I knew, all right. When 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 you weren't in it, I knew I absolutely <laughs> knew that. Yeah, I mean, but there you go. What time did I send you like the fucking link? Let me tell people that this yeah, is because you were still a, still awake at that time. You ain't gonna sleep by right? I know right four a.m. I'm sending the link and these are oh, I didn't get a bed till three. I didn't get a bed till three. I've got work yeah, me. The older you get, the less hours you sleep. That's what happens. That so you're all right. Me, I need me, I need all the beauty sleep I can get. But yeah, let's wrap it up. Comments of the day done, predictions done. Um, and yeah, just a reminder if you haven't already, go over and check the Forever Arsenal Christmas Unfair Play special. It was uh, it was hella good to be honest. I enjoyed doing it as I'd always enjoyed doing shows with Jordan, Lee, and James every week. Make sure you're here, make sure you're subscribed. We'll be back again after the Fulham game. Give us a day or two, people, considering it is the new year. You won't see us till 2024. So hopefully everyone's enjoyed the Christmas period. Hopefully everyone has a good and happy new year. Happy see- new year. Happy new year, all. Happy new year, all. Love people, love for the love. Enjoy yourselves. Take care and be safe. Peace. Podcast Network.